Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. Pop it up on your radar. It's your boy, Charlie B, MTV's bad boy, and the OG Guido from Staten Island. Y'all remember me. Do you have any f***ing clue who you're talking to right now? It's okay, relax. I've come a long way since then. I'm actually the founder of the New York City Art Cipher, a nonprofit organization which promotes positive values through arts and entertainment. Your boy spent a lot of time building up his foundation, and now the Cypher has an urban art center in Staten Island to prove it. We host b-boy battles, black book contests, and networking events. We also run programs that focus on teens in and around the New York City community. Yeah, it's like that. We documented the creation of our graffiti arts program called Mural. This movement gives young kids a safe place to practice graffiti art in a responsible manner. Our boys then get to meet writers from all around the industry to show them the way. I do not plan to get arrested for graffiti. While most of the important people in the industry were out in LA collecting awards, I was at a festival that meant a lot to me. We submitted to the Staten Island Film Festival and we walked away with Best Doc. The Staten Island Film Festival is a great platform to get your, your work out there. And what other festival would really be able to put up with me? <laughs> now your boy is president of an award-winning organization, as well as the father to the Jersey Shore style. They're witness to the next level of hair gel entertainment. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, fourteen. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. I am one half of your host, Greg, aka Crazy Greg, aka Pooh Bear, and we're joined by two quarters of the other host. Two quarters? Equals one half. You're so corny. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What is going on? I'm Alex, by the way. Oh, hi, usual. Alex, by the way. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. Not too bad. So today's episode, we're paying tribute. Yes. To the man himself, mm-hmm. Charlie B. Yeah. A good, close, personal friend of ours mm-hmm. who uh, tragically passed. A year ago. Yeah. So we wanted to honor the man himself, Charlie B. Mm-hmm. Charlie B was like an old school 90s hip hop. Yes. Throwback. Yes. So uh, this one's for you, Charlie B. Uh, so everyone out there, grab your breakdancing shoes. <laughs> yes. Get your spray can ready. <laughs> and get to your Halloween store and get your Halloween mask ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll explain. <laughs> For the return of the haunted. Yeah. We'll get into that. But Charlie B, throwing it back old school. This one's for you, brother. It's kind of hard with you not around. Know you in heaven smiling down. Watching us while we pray for you. Every day we pray for you. Till the day we meet again. In my heart is where I keep it friend. Memories give me the strength I need to proceed. Strength I need to believe. My thoughts big I just can't define. Wish I could turn back the hands of time. Us in the six, shop for new clothes and kicks. You and me taking flicks, making hits. Stages they receive you on. Still can't believe you're gone. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. If that line is true about anyone, 
about still living their life after death. Oh, yeah. That was written for Charlie B. Definitely. He's full of life. For sure. Uh, yeah, this, you know, he's one person that, like you said, is full of life. Mm-hmm. Anytime we've met him and hung with him and just kicked it with him, always so happy. Yeah. Full of energy. Yeah. yeah. Motivated. Positive. Mm-hmm. Always just working to better the community yeah, that yeah. Uh, we all lived in. And it was always a fun time. He was always a star. We always laughed. Oh, my always. goodness. There's some of the biggest inside jokes that we have are with <laughs> yeah. him and from him. And yeah. So funny. Uh, when people say, like, gentle giant. Aww. I mean, maybe he wasn't, like, a giant height-wise, but his personality. Yes. Man, he, he was the biggest. He was a softie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, we're going to get into, you know, a lot of Charlie B, but the the side of him that we know, so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would legitimately, we would drive down. He owned this cipher, mm-hmm. which back in the day was, a, did, was, yeah, yeah, it was, was a, bar. a bar that burnt down. Yeah. And they were doing nothing with it for years and years and years. So he wanted to better his, the community. And he had a nonprofit organization. NYC Art Cipher. Right. And he bought over this bar and redid it all. Mm -hmm. And he turned it into like a breakdancing studio for kids, uh, graffiti art to get kids off the street, and a safe way for them to express themselves with graffitiing. Right. Instead of doing it in a neighborhood. Right. The whole all the walls inside were all graffitied with just like murals cool, and yeah, cool yeah. art and stuff. It was really neat. And uh, he just he always had visions to better the community and better kids and get them off the streets right. and give them things to do that would turn them into just better people. Right. And every time we went to meet him, I don't know, it was weird. I just felt like a little kid, just excited to see him. <laughs> I know. Because I he, he was had just that energy. That yes. Just, it, it's like it was. Uh, contagious yes exactly and he had the biggest smile yeah like i don't know just seeing him would make me smile and happy yeah. and we brought out like a goofball side of him oh uh, we brought out like the little kid in him yes that it took a little bit but it, it yeah it he opened up to us and for some reason he got with some people a bad rap but yeah. i mean he ran a business and right. when you run a business you have to you know, have that side of yeah. you that, yeah. You can't make to everyone be su- happy. Yeah, to be successful, exactly. You can't make everyone happy. But uh, he was pretty much the Jersey Shore before the Jersey Shore he was made, the Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah. He definitely created Jersey Shore. And then they said, oh, look at this guy. Let's make a show about people like him. Yes, and yes. That was he was Shore. way ahead of his time. Yeah. And if, you know, he was him 10 years later, yeah, he would have be... been all over the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Charlie B, he I guess partly is known for true life. Yes. Um getting married. Right. <laughs> um him and his wife were MTV I guess at the time reality superstars. And they had an episode of True Life and it blew up. I think that's probably the most famous True Life episode. It's there on is. like if you watch like these shows with, like the list of like yeah, top countdowns, 10, yeah. Whatever, it's always close to number one, if not yeah. number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he was on, like, the Ricky Lake show, I think, and just a whole bunch of other, yeah, TV shows. And he did extras and, like, movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he really got his name out there and did his thing. Yeah. And DJ Khalil, the good person he is, likes to 
volunteer his time. Right. And he found this nonprofit that he believed in. Mm-hmm. So he went to Charlie B in the cipher and he volunteered his time. Yeah. So he did a lot of good work for the art cipher. Mm-hmm. And Joe saw the passion that Charlie B had with just, you know, Anything wanting to yeah do yeah. different projects and events. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the cipher was a two story, like building. insanely mm-hmm. scary building. Yes. Like it was called the haunted, the old bar. Yeah. And it was for a reason. Right. It was creepy. Yeah. And it was definitely and- haunted. Oh, it definitely was, for sure. Or is. Yeah. And uh, so he saw the potential in, in this place and in Charlie B. And he approached Charlie B and said, listen, you run this nonprofit and we'd love to donate our time for another event, which was a haunted house, a walkthrough two-story haunted house. And every dollar we make can go right back to... The cipher. Yeah, right. the cipher and the kids and your building and just building up the name of, of what you right. do. So, you know, Charlie B was like, all right, you know, I'm definitely interested. Let's, you know, see what you guys want to do. So we all met with him. Right. And instantly we, we kicked it off. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just like a, it was almost like a old school, like Staten Island. It's like if you're somewhere random, like Texas, and you meet someone from Staten Island, you just click. Right. Exactly. It was kind of yes. like that. <laughs> I know it's random, but. Yeah. And uh, we hit it off with him. Yeah. We immediately was like, Charlie B is our kind of people yeah he was just funny and he knew how to have a good time while he was working yes for sure but he also knew how to get things done yes listen he was all about having a good time but when you know you gotta get things done you you know definitely and we spent that month of october Mm -hmm. countless hours there well september september october was the actual haunt yes so september we literally were there i honestly at least six out of seven days during the week oh yeah and building till like what two in the morning um, and then working and going straight yes. back and painting and working going straight back and you know putting up the partitions and the curtains and all this different yeah. stuff and decorating and just designing and decorating creating and it was so much fun though yes. it was exhausting as it was happening it but was. it was so much fun um funny story was that <laughs> So Charlie B was like, all right, you guys, oh, you know, yes. let's do this haunted house. Uh, I, I don't know much about it, but I trust you guys. So just, you know, do what you have to do. And, right. you know, if you want to hang things up and design and create and paint stuff, right. go for it. But he just redid his place and his he's floors. like his floors because he had break dancing. Right. That was a big thing for, for him and, and the kids that he worked with. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever you do, just don't get paint on the floors. He said, if you want to paint the walls black to make it darker, yeah. go for it, but just do not get anything on the floor. Yeah. So, us. Okay, so mind you, this was, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. So we were 10 years younger. Right. <laughs> so us being us, what do we do? We get paint on the floors. Yes. And then oh, we say, boy. oh man, he's going to kill, and black yeah. paint, not even like, <laughs> you know, like you see it. Yeah. Oh, Charlie B, forgive us for this. Yes. So we don't know what to do. We're like freaking out. Like, so we, I think we looked up like how yeah. to remove paint. From yes, the how to remove paint. And on Google, what popped up? Turpentine. Oh man, I've never in my life experienced turpentine before. I could still smell it. Yes, I've never used it. Never had the need to use it. Never even knew what it was. Right. Never heard of the thing before. Right. So like, all right, turpentine. Let's go get some. Yeah. So we run. I think it was the Home Depot, like a couple blocks away. By, yeah. yeah. And we bought two bottles of it. Which is two not bur- needed. No, no. Two bottles of turpentine. And if a drop of paint gets on the floor, you're supposed to use like, what, a little like sponge? Yeah, you use even if like a, a rag and you put a little bit on it and you, yeah. it wipes right off. Yes. Okay, so 
we didn't, and we weren't the ones who actually did this. No. What I'm about to say, but we were like, yeah, go for it because we didn't know what to do. So pretty much another person who was helping us out um, with the haunted house took the two bottles and pretty much just squirted them and walked across the entire room. Oh, like unloaded every drop of turpentine from two bottles onto these floors. Yes. To remove a little dot of paint. There was a couple of Yeah, there were a couple of dots. But it definitely wasn't a lot. Yeah, no. Definitely. So then we're in there and we have um, like a mop and there's a picture of me. I have like a shirt across my face. Yeah. And I have a mop and I'm just like, you know, mopping it up and cleaning it. I don't know. And I'm being like, oh man, like I'm super lightheaded. And I went outside and I'm like, I just need to breathe fresh air. Someone else we were with was like coughing and like throwing up. We're like, this probably isn't good. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like noses were bleeding. The next day I woke up, my nose was bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was insane. We were so scared. We might have brain damage from that. Oh my goodness. Like two bottles of turpentine in a small, well, it wasn't that small, but in a one room area. It was, yeah. Yeah. With no windows. Yeah, and no ventilation at all. Yeah. Except the oh, door man. that we'd open only when we'd go in and out. Right. So then we right. were like, all right, I think this is, you know, it's called tonight quits. Like, let's go home. And I remember you and Joe, you or Joe, I forget who it was, got a call from Charlie the next day. What the F did you do? My flaws. <laughs> what you did do? you guys it do? It reeks in here. How much turpentine did you use? Oh, man. We're like, we're sorry. We yeah. got scared. It got funny, on your floors. Funny story. So, so then the next day we're like oh man we have to finish painting these these walls and right. we don't know what we're doing so there was a deli next door and we would go to the deli and just get drinks this or whatever and do. stuff and there was a worker in there we're asking the worker hey like do you, do you guys know like do you know like how do we paint like just asking just to ask for advice right, right. and he's like oh he's like i'll i paint i can paint for you guys and we're like yeah we're like you know we'll throw you like 20 bucks or whatever it is 30 bucks whatever you know he's like yeah i'll come do it now yeah. And we're like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come paint now. I'm like, okay, sure. So I'm like, like you okay doing it? I was like, yeah, 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 I'll come now, I'll do it. So like, all right. I mean, whatever. The guy says he could do it. Right. So we throw the, I think it was like 30 bucks maybe through him just to finish painting for us. And like 15 minutes later, the owner of the deli comes in and he's like, have you seen whatever his name was? I don't know. But have you seen whatever, whoever it is? It was years ago, so I forget. And he was supposed to be working in the deli. Yeah. But he's in the he cypher. Yeah. Painting walls for us. He was uh, getting paid at the deli and by us. Yeah. That that owner of the deli was not happy. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. But in the end, we got the haunted house up and going. It was called the Return of the Haunted. Yes. It was a two-floor walk-through haunted house. Each floor took... The bottom floor probably took 15 minutes right. to walk through. The top floor, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So it was a good 25 to 30-minute walk-through haunt. Yeah. And uh, man, the people who came loved it. Mm-hmm. absolutely loved it they were like for staten island we've never experienced anything yeah, like this it was an actual like there's been haunts on staten island but they've been like you know for kids yeah yeah this yeah. we made sure it's for kids but also for adults and we made sure the kids that did come got scared it yes. wasn't like oh we're gonna like tone it down no you're getting the same oh yeah you know experience as a 40 year old person yep and Charlie B like lost his mind. Oh, he lo- he was like, I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah, he didn't know what haunted houses were. No. Like, really, what they brought. Yeah. So he was like, this is, and he loved like Halloween. It made him love Halloween. Yeah, and he would be outside of the cipher, working the door, and like, I guess security ish, right, and right. you know, making sure everybody was online, was having a good time, and yeah. amped up, and he, he was the hype man for it. Yes, yes. Exactly. And he would dress up, 
And there were times at the end of the night that, you know, the, it was like one in the morning and, right. and the line was dying out. And it would be the last few groups and he'd be like, guys, can, can I come in and stay I with know. you? Yeah, 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 and he yeah. just wanted to be a part of it. Little kid just yeah. enjoying himself. And it was great. It's so awesome. Yeah. Such uh, good times. Like, I'm yeah. so glad we have years of memories with him. Yes. Like, we really do. And we did it, you know, multiple years. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's funny. The times I liked the most were, like, after we were done, after the night was over, and we'd all, like, just be hanging out there. It would be, like, the four of us. Me, yep. you, DJ Cleo, and Charlie, Charlie B. B. And we'd all just be talking about, like, this crazy person who walked through. And, oh, my God, did you see this woman? Did you see that guy? Oh, this. And we'd all just be talking, whatever, get Chinese food or pizza, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know, just talking and laughing. And, uh-huh. I don't know. Those are the times I, like, think of when I think of him. Yeah. Like we said, I'd, for certain reasons, whatever, he gets a bad rap, but... He was very upfront with everything. Yeah. And it was a total mutual thing that this is all volunteer. We're not asking for a dollar. Right. He's not going to pay us a dollar. But he did the right thing and he would buy us, you know, dinner at times. He and, did, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he was appreciative. Right. And he always said and admitted that that was like his number one fundraiser. And yes. Yeah, it was his most profitable thing. And he just loved it. Yeah. And like you said, so happy that we were able to do that for him. And uh, there was one night, another funny story that he was like we were like two minutes before opening and everything was like a mess until we were like getting things uh-huh. like whatever and his line forming and he lost his cell phone oh, do you remember and he's like yes, oh he's like anybody see my cell, my phone? cell phone you're like i got it i got it I and got... he handed him like a screwdriver yeah and like, and a like that's not it and i was like oh here it is a stapler he's like that's not my phone and it was like a it was like a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like a, a haunted mask and uh, he was just bugging. It's like, Greg, Greg, yeah. this is serious. Yeah, uh, so funny. He was laughing about it afterwards. Yeah, but yeah, Once in the moment. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Um, but yeah, the Cypher, he had some big, big things going there. Yeah. Uh, Method Man yes. recorded a music video there. Yeah, it's crazy. Recently, within like the past like two years. Yeah, yeah. That was like a recent thing. And he did a lot of video, like rap video things and movie scenes and tv shows right. a lot of things were filmed in the cypher just because yeah. it was so different and yes definitely it has cool a looking. certain look yeah yeah he also would do like he would go to schools around the neighborhood yes. and paint murals for the kids it was and, like anti-bullying yeah right so he was a big anti-bully campaign uh spokesperson yeah and he would go to all these different junior high schools and elementary schools and high schools and charlie B's a present yeah. He's, like I said, not big, tall. I mean, he wasn't short. Yeah, he wasn't short. But he was also a big guy that, you know, it's somebody you don't want to mess with. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he could... Uh, he had that Staten Island... Yeah. Well, he'll gut you. Yeah. Like he said he on will. his true life. And uh, speaking of which, it was one time after the Halloween season. Yes, it was that, the first year. Yeah, that we went, you know, he's like, oh, let's go grab food or whatever. He's like, meet, meet me at Wherever a place. Wherever it was, yeah. And it ended up being like a bar slash restaurant. Yes. And I don't know exactly what happened, but do you remember this? I do remember this. We got there with him. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think Joe got there right after mm-hmm. us. We got there with him and it was something. I don't remember what happened. We walked through like the side of the Yeah, through place, like the side door. And someone like said something to him and he was like, what the F did you say? And like... They almost got into a fight, like, out of nowhere. Like, Charlie B was like, Greg, hold my jacket. Yeah. Oh, that's... I was yeah. going to say something with the jacket. Yeah. I remember Like, he's like, yeah, he throws me his jacket. He's like, come on, let's go outside. And I was like, what? This guy lives, like, like no, no, a no. crazy yeah. life. Like, Charlie then, B, you're the man. Relax, this is, bro. This is why, though. This is why Charlie B Charlie B. Because five minutes later, they were just talking and hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But he legitimately like, yo, take my jacket. Let's go. We're going outside. Yeah. We're taking care of this. Yeah. I was like, oh my, he took his jacket off. He stepped outside. And we were like, what the oh, heck? Man. But that's what I'm saying. You know, like he wasn't one to mess with. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't take anyone's crap. No, he didn't. He did not. But if you were cool to him, he was cool to you oh, yeah. and super loyal Yeah, and just such a fun guy. Yeah, he was. He was definitely funny, for and sure. And if Charlie B loved something in life, it was his kids. Yeah. Because, man, he was all about his sons yeah. and just being there for them and raising them the right way. And they would and always walk through the haunted house. Yes. Too. Yep. Yep. And we'd be sure to amp it up a little bit and try to scare them more than anyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. We had to. Yeah. And uh, he was a, a good break dancer also. He was. Yeah. He was. for. He was getting up there in age, but he could still. Yeah. He could hang. Yeah. He could. Definitely. He could. They were actually on Impractical Jokers. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Charlie B and at the Brooklyn Cyclone. Right. There was a, a punishment where one of them had to act like they were part of a breakdancing yeah so if you saw that it was probably like season three or something impact of jokers i don't know years ago it was at brooklyn cyclone stadium in coney island Mm -hmm. and like you said they had to break dance in between innings one of them who was it maybe i don't know one q Q, maybe yeah yeah and it was with charlie b and and his breakdancers yeah yeah so he was on impact jokers and then in his office he had like a something like a tile or something signed yes yes yeah yeah yeah, so he really uh, got his name out there. He did his thing. And when we heard the news of his passing... Oh I actually didn't believe it at first. I thought no. it was one of those things where it was like, okay, who's who's spreading this? Like, you know... Yeah, he was just a larger-in-life personality. Yes, and we spoke to him a month, three weeks before that. Yeah, so uh, it was DJ Khalil's birthday right. coming up, and me and you made a tribute video for, for yeah, him. Last year yeah last year's right so it was like a year a little over a year year. a little over a year now and we contacted a lot of dj khalil's friends and family and we were like hey can you you know cut a quick video for joe right just wishing him happy birthday and we put it all together and made him like a half hour tribute video for dj khalil we called charlie b he's like for joe i'll do anything for him i'll make it right now and within Three minutes. Yeah. He sent us the video and it was like him rapping. Yeah, like freestyling. Yeah. And it was pretty good. For someone who just improv it, like, yes, <laughs> yeah. it was really good. Um, we're going to play this at the end of the episode. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll add it to the end. Yeah. But it was funny. It was very personable to Joe. Yeah. Uh, for the Hollow- for one of the years of Return and Haunted, Joe dressed up as Bane. Yes, yes. So he threw that into the freestyle. Uh-huh. And he was like, I got this. I got you guys. Anything for the three of you. Yeah. And he was at times loyal to a fault. And he just wanted to do so much for so many people. And I think at times it would run him down. Yeah. Because there's only so much one person can do in a 24-hour day. Yes. And he tried doing way too much every day. There'd be times we'd go back the next day and be like, did you go home? Did you sleep? Yeah. And for someone who passed so so soon in life, he lived a life that, 10 people don't live. Right, yes. And he accomplished more in his lifetime than, you know, 30 people in their lives yeah. don't accomplish combined. Yep. So, and he really left a mark on Staten Island. Mm-hmm. And he loved where he lived. He loved where he grew up. Yes. And Definitely. he loved his community. Yeah. And I do wish there were more people like that who took care of the place they, they lived. Yeah. I yeah. agree. One thing I would definitely say about Charlie to show the type of person that he is 
is that when we were doing Return and Haunted, mm-hmm. he uh, would get a lot of publicity to uh, promote, you yeah. know, and a lot of these different news outlets to yeah. be on board. Right. And he would get New York One, which was a big news station yeah, yeah. in New York, in right, all of right. New York. And he would set up with this newscaster. Right. <laughs> news anchor to come down to Cypher and, you know, interview and, and record some of the stuff. Right. And he would always be like, listen, I want you guys to come down to, to interview us, but it has to be around our schedule, yes. me, you, and you, DJ yeah. Khalil. Yeah. I want them here. They have to be a part of it. Yep. Yeah. And he would always get us involved and include us and be like, we're not, I'm not having New York One come unless it's with you guys. With them, yeah. Part of the news segment. Right. Yeah. He was and, good at uh, that. Yeah. And he was so great. And these news people would eat Charlie B up just because yes. of who he was. And I do wish he would have gotten the notoriety that he deserved yeah. before the passing. Yes. Because yes. unfortunately, when that happened, TMZ came and mm-hmm. every like people magazine P- like yeah everything. rolling stones like every major news outlet jumped on this story yeah. of charlie b passing away the only thing i'll say is like this is it was typical charlie b fashion where he had to make a you know presence and he would have loved all this attention you know what i mean like you said i i do wish it would have came before yeah so it just goes to show how much people really still did love Charlie B. Yeah. No matter what, you know, kind of rap he did get, mm-hmm. uh, people respected him. And that was the number one thing that you could say about the guy was that he was well-respected around Staten Island. And the people that knew him knew who he really was. Yeah, and that was us. We really knew the side of Charlie B that, I don't know, I guess many people didn't definitely yeah care to get to know. Right. And uh, I think we should each leave off with, with another Charlie B story. I have a story. Yeah? I do. yeah. All right. So do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Might as well. Go for it. So I think it was the second year that we were doing The Haunt. So it was Return of the Haunted 2. And we kind of called him. It was like now. It was like this time of year. And we're like, hey, like we were just thinking, you know, we want to do it again this October. And he's like, yes, definitely. Let's meet up right now. He's like, um, wherever. He's like, I can meet you guys wherever you want. And we're like, okay, let's meet at Wendy's. I don't know. I guess we wanted to eat something. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hungry too. Let, let's meet there. We'll meet in the parking lot. Like, you know, real Staten Island people <laughs> hanging out in Wendy's parking lot. Right. And we meet him there and he shows us he's just got a new truck. I remember it was a nice truck, a nice like white truck. Mm-hmm. And we, I guess we all went through the, you know, separate, went through the drive through and we came back, we parked and he was so excited to see us. He like jumped out of the car. He was like, oh my God, guys. And he went to like hug you. I think uh-huh. the first one. And I guess he thought he put his car in park, but it was in neutral. And it just kept rolling. And he was like, oh my God, he had to jump back in the car. He ended up spilling Sprite all over his brand new car. All over it. And it hit like the curb, but there was no damage to it or anything. But it was definitely like, oh man, he just was like, look at my brand new car. And then he does that. So funny. And he was laughing it off. but Yeah, he was like, oh man, I was too excited to see you guys. Yeah. Like, look what you do. You're already, you're already causing havoc to me. You know, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just so many laughs with Charlie B. Yeah, so many. so many. He was and just like, he really was just like a little kid. Yes, he like was. Like us, we're like, we're the he same way. He really, really was. Yeah. And to think that our, who, what we are now, our age now, Yeah. he was when we met him. Right, yes. And he was running such a successful business. It's like, what are we doing with our lives? Right, <laughs> I know. Like, realistically, the ambition he had. And yeah. He, he was very motivational. 
yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he put mm-hmm. us all in the right track yeah. and the right path. And if I could share a personal story myself with Charlie B when we were doing the, the Return of Haunted with him, uh, we want... For haunted houses, you want to find like old scary things, and right. we set up the ring, a, a room for the ring, the yes. movie, and we had to find TVs. Right, of course, for, you can't uh, have the ring without a TV. Yeah, so we wanted to set up a room with a bunch of TVs, and around the neighborhood, it was like bulk garbage night. Right. So Charlie B hit me up. It was like ten thirty. He's like, "Yo, let's go drive around and uh, and find some TVs." Mm-hmm. So we went dumpster diving, right? <laughs> like mid middle of the week, like eleven o'clock at night, <laughs> going through people's garbage, right? Th- tossing it in my car, and just uh, it was just so funny and just I don't know, like to have that one on one time with just me and Charlie B and like doing something so funny. yeah, just like, so silly and just like yeah. like little kids like all right, there's a TV like jumping out go, and go, grabbing go. it, yeah. but like we're doing something illegal, but right. we're not, you know, you're allowed to do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. People do it all the time. They right. drive around on, on garbage night and find things, and you know, it was just so funny. And even when we were doing the haunted house, he just he wanted to be part of it in every way, he and did, just yeah. asking guys, can I come in and scare yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that. And there were certain times where the customers would come out and be like oh my goodness, like they, that was so crazy. And he's like, why, what's going on? He's like, we don't even know what's going on. It, it was so crazy. He's like, he comes up to us, he's like, what are you guys doing? Forget it. I don't even want to know what's going on. He's like, I don't even want to like, know what, you, what you guys are doing. saying it's so, it's so crazy. What do you guys, you know what? You know yeah. what? Don't even tell me. Better don't off not, not telling me. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what you're doing. Just, yeah. just keep it up. You guys doing a good job. And yeah. 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 It's like, uh, he was so fun to be around. Yeah. And, uh, I would love nothing more. Than to do another like Return of the Haunted Charlie B tribute for him, yeah, for him in his name and his honor, right? And you know, donate the money to either the cause that he believed in right, or like his bullying or the, yes, the community, or, or even it give it to his kids who he loved more yeah, than anything, right? Uh, so if anybody out there is listening and they want to do something involving yeah, Charlie B, hit us up. We're ten thousand percent on board. Because that's what he loved, just yeah. bringing people together and bringing a community together. And if we could do it, count us in. Yeah. We're there. Definitely. We're going to end this episode with the tribute he did to DJ Khalil for yes. his birthday. Yes. So we'll clip that in. So this just goes to show the kind of guy that Charlie B is. Within three minutes, sends us this freestyle, just personalized to DJ Khalil for his yeah. birthday. So, uh, all right. So that's going to wrap up another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. Uh, Charlie B, our brother. Yes. We miss you. Keep partying up there. Yep. Get that haunt ready for when we meet you. <laughs> yeah. Keep uh, looking down and being proud of everything you left and, behind. And shaking your head at Greg and Joe when they do silly things. Oh, my goodness. Look at these two buffoons. He definitely would come down hot on us, but right, right. it was like tough love. And he'd always say to me, which many people do, how do you deal with them? Yeah. How, do you, how do you put up with them? Uh, but he loved us, and it, it was such a mutual, just love relationship. Oh, of course. It was. Yeah. And uh, look down and, and be proud of the legacy that you left behind. Yeah. And because now people more than ever appreciate who you are and what you've done for, yeah. for all of us. So uh, be proud of that. Yeah. And uh, best we can, we will keep your name alive. And oh, we always tell yep. stories. Always. For sure. And honor it the way that it should be. Yep. So, uh, all right, Charlie B, you the man. Yeah. You're missed down here. And uh, until until we meet again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Charlie B laugh that uh, <laughs> only he can do. Mm-hmm.
All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Uh, Till next time, be good, be crazy, and live life like Charlie B. (laughs) Bye. Hey, yo. Happy birthday, Big Joe. It's your man, Charlie B. Don't you know? I'm doing a flashback in my head, and I'm thinking, hey, that man was Bane. He was kind of crazy. It was a crazy day. We did it for a couple of years. I had a lot of tears, but absolutely no fear. But everyone else had fear. That's right. It was a cheer for us. Happy birthday, my brother. Don't fuss. It'll always be good, no matter COVID-19, crisp and clean. You'll every day be good because you're lean and mean. That's right, cover your face like Bane. Wear a mask or you'll go insane. Happy birthday, my boy. And one day we'll get together again. (laughs) Hey, Alex. Yeah? Tell these fine-looking people where they can find us. Well, they could find us on Instagram at AnythingGoesPodNY, on Twitter at AnythingGoesNY, and shoot us an email at AGPodNY at gmail.com. That's right. And y'all can listen to all of our episodes on any streaming platform where podcasts can be found. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, because anything goes... With Greg and Alex. Phone home, phone home, phone home! Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex.